Welcome to Talking Entrepreneurship, where we talk about the silent F in success. A podcast for entrepreneurs and people who understand that nothing ever works out the way you plan it. Sometimes things fall apart to fall into place. I'm Alex Sharp. And I'm Alessandra Ingram, and we're a team of online entrepreneurs who hate failing. We like to sweep it under the rug, too. But we understand that the success is in the lessons from failure. Here, we highlight our own shortcomings and what we've done to be better in the long run. So let's get right into it. talk about why this episode, episode one, is in episode three, and uh, the current failures in progress. So, you know, I hope you're going to get some good insight as to things we're kind of doing right now, and uh, kind of things we ran into that hopefully by listening to this, you won't hit them either. Uh, so what are some uh, what are some things you've been working on recently, Alessandro? Uh, well... Some of the challenges that I've been struggling with here recently kind of go around building my website. Um, I decided to start a blog and set up a site uh, through Wix, and while it was easy, um, I spent maybe, what, eight hours on it collectively, and... Now that I want to connect the domain that I already own, it's going to cost me money to do so. So uh, I want to switch it to a WordPress site, but now everything, just about everything, I have to do manually. And that is all of that time down the drain. And I felt some kind of way about it, but I mean, it definitely taught me to do research before starting something because just... Yeah, I'm just glad that we caught it early because it was, I mean, yes, eight hours is eight hours and it's a, lot, it's a lot of time, but it definitely could have been weeks or months. That's just kind of one of those things. Yeah, do your research to know yeah. what works. I mean, not only did I sit there going through colors and creating a logo for it and just deciding all of the pictures, how I wanted the blog page to be set up, all of that, posted my first blog, and now I find out that I have to go and do all of that manually. I'm, And then I have a page for uh, my cover art. And I just, the day that we talked about that, I loaded like 10 more titles in. So I loaded the titles, I loaded the links to the Apple Music playlist and the Spotify playlist. And then I find out that gotta, gotta change gotta, it all. Gotta over. start it all over again. God darn it. Yeah, those are some of the, the frustrations with it. Yeah. So now you gotta pick out WordPress themes and hook everything back up and rewrite it, redo all the layouts yeah and then the fact that wordpress is not exactly as uh user friendly yeah as as wix um i don't know it it pissed me off because now i feel like i'm gonna spend more time than i originally spent on it and it feels like i'm kind of at um a stalemate with it right now but i don't know 
really trying to see what I can get out of it that's good. Yeah, well, I think it, no matter what, it's experience. Experience writing, experience building it out. I mean, even if you don't use WordPress in the future, or uh, Wix in the future, I mean, WordPress is running most websites, and being able to learn how to do it definitely isn't going to hurt you. It's only going to be a, a skill to use. Because now I'm on... You only, you only get faster every time. I don't know how many websites I've built at this point, but you definitely get faster every single time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that it can be frustrating. It's just one of those things you a lot of these you look back on, and it's just like, oh, well, I'm glad I did that. I didn't know I was going to use this now. Right. <laughs> but now I know how to do it. I just. I, I don't know when I'm going to get that burst of energy to spend that amount of time on it again. So making it intentional to schedule time to do it, I think it would be important for it to move forward, for it to not just fizzle out, um, and then my attention gets shifted to something else. But... Yeah, it feels like, it feels like starting over. It's not just, it'll help it build it up better. The ideas are still there. You still have articles that you've written, so like things have come out of it. You still would have needed to pick out pictures, figure out a layout, find the logo. Yeah. I mean, those are all things that would have had to happen anyways. It's just, it's an inconvenience for sure. <laughs> True. And there are things that I know that I want to do this next time around that I didn't do this first time. Yeah. That, um, be important or take it a, a step up yeah make it look a little better mm-hmm. right layout yeah yeah what have you been working with on yeah so i've been one i've been trying to learn tiktok um that's different i really don't use social media to begin with so kind of like when I first found Reddit and then I found about sub niches. Once you kind of start following people, it's addicting. And then it's just like, I need to get to work. <laughs> but also a lot of it is the vulnerability of putting yourself out there. Uh, so even though I know I'm not likely, especially in the beginning, to put my face out there, um, even just pointing it at a screen and talking is still kind of odd to me because it, it's more so, oh, I don't know what to say. I don't know. What yeah. do I show? What would What's I want to hear? And yeah. then nitpicking everything you're saying as you're like wanting to stop the video after you started because you already feel like you've said something wrong. And at the same time, it sounds awesome because, oh, 15 seconds, that's all I need to do. But at the same time, you you have 15 seconds and you can do more but generally they're around 15 or so um you have to get a whole idea across and either create curiosity or explain something or yeah like you, you really get through a whole point um, or it just has to be like super silly or just unexpected yeah um, yeah making so, someone laugh and making them want to see it again and again and again that repetition is going to work in your favor, but vulnerability is rough. Yeah, because the plan was yesterday to do 
a TikTok while I was creating the blog post. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of show it. But it's like, where do I, sh like, what do you guys want to see? What do you want to, <laughs> what portion of the process is interesting or confusing that clarity um, would be helpful on? Then you move to how to deliver the message in yeah. 15 seconds. Right, because even right. in the blog post, it's a super simplified version of it, um, where there's there's just so much to it, and you just got to keep elaborating on it. So I'm mean, be coming out with more and more content, but it's making sure. Oh, does this post have enough content to really explain what I was going for? Um, and then I'm trying to implement TikTok, so I, I just imagine at some point I'll devote a TikTok day, <laughs> and hope, and by, by that time have multiple articles and stuff up, and then just so do something. For the post, did you do a blog post, or a Facebook post, or? So it's just written up as a, as a blog post on the website, hmm. and then... This morning I retooled it into a Facebook post, and the TikToks will be sent out to Instagram, also be on TikTok, and Twitter. Where does Twitter get it? I'm not sure. Actually, Twitter would normally get it from Instagram, so I would have to probably go into Instagram and reshare it on Twitter. Well, either way, I'm trying to get all the messages out there. Um, but yeah, I still haven't even found the system to where, you know, I do this here, that there. So trying to find uh, the schedule, uh, the consistency with it. So, because it's not like, oh, well, you just have to figure out how to write a blog post every single day. Yeah, but there's 50 other things. This podcast that we have neglected. Yes. <laughs> For quite a few days, about a week at this point. I mean, there's just things that we have to do. The Facebook, we're doing Facebook ads. Uh, so every once in a while, we got to kind of spend a whole day, really look at it, uh, retool it, because most of the time right now for us, we're just uh, kind of shutting it down and starting over. It's like the funnel doesn't change, but the ads, the ads are different night and day. I mean, the first one was just an opt-in. The second one was a quiz to opt-in. Um, so it's yeah, the one, the one before, the the very first one that we ran when um, the computer was on the yeah. desk. That very very first one we ran was again just completely different. Yeah. That one was like spitting into the wind. It was, here's a stock image, throw it up there, here's some text. Um, find me some people, Facebook. It was yeah. just like... We found four people. Yeah. Uh, but now we're definitely getting a lot better with that, so it's just... It's just moving forward, and it's trying not to have the squirrel syndrome where I'm, you know, working over on this. Oh, I gotta work on the website. Oh, I gotta go over to the, make sure that I have a blog post. Oh, but the homepage doesn't look good. Okay, great. Do we have a Facebook picture here? Oh, what about a blog post? You just jump it around. Um, but it's, start, it's starting to settle down because setting up the website, that was a good portion of it. Um, 
but now it's set up it's pretty good yeah i think the schedule like all of those posts that need to go everywhere and uh, all the content that needs to be created out of the blog post um a schedule making the schedule for me seems like a struggle i don't know why but thinking about making a social media schedule but why? Why do I need that? Why do I need all these social medias? Just, why can't I just write the blog post and it just be magic? It's, it's a lot. But I mean, you're diving in head first. I don't. I'm like, no thanks to TikTok. You're in there. Do you like TikTok? I think it's interesting. I think it's too early to me for me to throw down a verdict, but I will also say I have a bias against a lot of social media. Um, it just doesn't necessarily always bring out the best in people, so um, especially even on TikTok, things that people will do things for views that are just kind of like, if you take yourself out of it and just kind of think about the interaction that happened, it wasn't, a, it wasn't funny. The way that it was shown and the way that it was segmented makes it seem funny but it wasn't funny um so it's kind of making us like desensitized desensitized to a lot of things um but i feel like there are definitely good ways to get information out there i see a lot of tiktokers that are adding just an insane value um, to people following and if you could find the right people to follow and kind of wave through um all the craziness there is there are lots of diamonds <laughs> so I like I like that so the more I learn it the more I'll be able to find those and I'm sure I'll like TikTok a lot more yeah I think that YouTube um, YouTube do you remember when YouTube the, they had a limit on the size of the video and you could only do videos every 10 minutes yeah and it wasn't this one minute you know sound bite and you got to get everything in one minute back then it was 10 minutes and it was you got to get everything into 10 minutes yeah and we thought that video was so long yes. he took all 10 minutes i wanted more he had to do four parts and now you can have hours on youtube and the things that are coming up are one minute 15 seconds i think that's interesting <laughs> definitely realize that social media like you gotta have it if you want traffic or at least a version of free traffic um it's not like the only way to get free traffic but it's definitely a very large way to get free traffic and to get your information out there in lots of places and have it go viral. Um, not that going viral is the only thing, but it's definitely going to help you get really good information out there. Um, it helps out a lot of people. It might not be an overnight, oh, million views, but you know, quickly, if it's good information, you'll get up there and view count. It's a longevity game, which I'm not, not always the best with. Delayed gratification. So just kind of building it up now and just getting it out there. Trusting the information that you're putting out there. Not wavering when it doesn't get a million views right away. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of it is, does anybody even want to listen to this? Is this information that anybody would even care about? Yeah. I feel like I'm 
talking to a wall sometimes. I mean, I have you here. You are not a wall. Uh, but when you create these blog posts, you just kind of hope this helps somebody. Uh, so if not, it's, it has challenges. That's, that's some of the problem with keeping myself moving forward is if people were actually find find the, this helpful what keeps me moving forward is I know the information is great so somebody eventually will mm-hmm. and once somebody does I know it's going to be good enough that I can be like hey <laughs> hey Gavin look at this <laughs> hey Carl look at this right. hey look Tiffany yeah. so you know, and then it's just going to blow up yeah, I'm just, I'll play, I have a lot of information to be able to give, I mean, and it's good information, and coaching, and helping other sellers, and our own fumbles, and mishaps, and successes, we have a lot, we have a lot to teach. Yeah, I know one of the things I struggle with thinking of, uh, or thinking through, is that, that master of none, so the jack of all trades. So you know a lot, a little about a lot, but you're not an expert in any one thing. Yeah. Um, and just send some kind of way about that because there are people that are so specialized. But yeah, I'm thinking harks back to how I did it in high school or not high school, college, where it's just take this class, take this class. I never wanted to actually graduate. I just wanted to learn a whole bunch of different things and test out every single subject so I can figure out which one do I like. And it's kind of kept kept on in life where that's where I'm at. I'm a jack of all trades. I don't really have something like I am the number one expert in blah, blah, blah. But I could get people absolutely started and scaling up with lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's get the information out there. It's really, it's in, in this time right now, we're in a weird time. So I'd rather let people know things that you can do. Hope it helps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a weird time in the world. Take the podcast, for instance. Mm. We've been working on the podcast. Uh, we both created our first portion of our origin story. And neither one of us like it. Yeah, it's trash. Um, because it's weird telling your own story, but it's your story. You shouldn't listen to your own story come out of your mouth and think, you know, I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the experience that I had, but yep. going back to try to fix it just sounds terrible. So unless you practice this over and over and over again, at which point you're going to sound like, who all, why is this so prepared? Who cares about you? Or you just are a master and know how to tell stories. It's just not. Yeah, storytelling has never really been one of my strong suits. I feel like I'm getting better with it over time when you have to with marketing. But, yeah, telling my own story, I haven't, I haven't liked it. It's like I get through a section and it's, that is not a good depiction of what just, what that two years of my life felt like. What's that two years, what really happened in those two years? 
Take a moment and just bullet point it. Well, this thing happened, that thing happened, that thing happened. That was rough, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, where's the feeling? Where's the emotion? Where's... I'm listening to it and I know what happened and I don't feel anything. What is somebody that ha doesn't know what happened? How are they going to feel? Mm -hmm. Why are they going to feel anything? Like even telling someone, oh, well, I went to school for this many years, then I took took a forced break, uh, and then I decided to get back on the horse, pay for it myself, all while working full time. Then, still while working full time, decided to go to school at night, and you know, after two years of that, then graduated with honors, then was in you know, this organization and that organization and making this presentation and, and doing all of this stuff and receiving all of these accolades, um, but it doesn't come off, it doesn't come off the same way as, well, I uh, went to school, uh, while I was in school I wrote, I wrote papers and I graduated and I moved that was really hard it's just hard to get your your story out there in a way that feels good because mm -hmm. yeah. I don't even feel like I'm nitpicking it it just it's just way off base for my own but maybe that's how we've categorized it in our own minds like in the file the bullet point this happened this happened this happened this happened um, or the bullet points of what we won't let happen again. But all of the feeling and emotion. Yeah, because it takes a look back. Like when I go through the the bullet points, essentially, and I'm looking at or how I basically made the the order, basically made them bullet points, and then I go through. It's like, well, why did I do that? I never explained. That for two years I've been being led on for hey we're gonna switch it over to paid per permit which would have taken the money and just exponentially uh, increased it I never even explained that part that was a really big portion of it yeah. and you could see how two years of being lied to for something you're working hard for that. Yes. That is the entire reason that you've taken on so much of the work. Without explaining that, it seems like, oh, well, you just worked your ass off. You didn't really think he was going to give that to you. Yes, because this was the agreement. This was, it wasn't about one raise or a raise every three months. It was the agreement that you wanted to be gone. Yep. And it just... So I get through the whole portion that's about that section in life, and I haven't even explained one of the most important pieces of it. Mm. It's just like, okay, so why is anybody going to actually understand it if you haven't even fully explained it? There was something, I forget what it was, but there was something in mind that I forgot to, oh, I remember. It was about um, when I was going to school, and... I knew that it was going to be super expensive, and I didn't want to take a loan. Um, so I started reaching out to like different alumni from the school, and um, like writing letters 
or yeah, I wrote a letter basically explaining my story and, and what, um, I'll say what I had been through, but really it sounds like an exaggeration. It's just wording. Um, but what I was going through, where I was and what my goals were. And it was like, one, writing the letter and sending the letter was hard enough because that is an admission of... I need help. Yeah. It, it feels like an admission of weakness from the jump. And so it's already humbly enough to have wrote the damn letter. But then some of the responses I received, like some of the, some of the correspondence I got back was just not what I was expecting and so I could have stopped then I could have been like you know what it's gonna be too expensive I'll just go to UCF or I'll just you know figure something else out or I'll just go back and get another degree um but I just decided to go ahead and and take the loans because I just wanted it that bad just knowing on the other side that something would happen I don't know when but just knowing on the other side that it would eventually work out I was gonna finish it was gonna be good but that letter leaving that out of the story was just one of the things that I went through to go to school um, it had like an impact yeah it was an emotional blow yeah anything about it? Nope. No, the more that I, you know, I think it's also on me as an interviewer, or on both of us as interviewers, uh, to pull some of these stories out of each other, uh, to really make sure that we're, we have a full picture of what's going on. And I guess that's potentially where we're at a slight disadvantage, because we know a lot about each other already. So I'm already able to fill in the blanks, so it's hard to know when to ask the questions to get the blanks filled. So it's learning, learning curve. Yeah. We're on a bunch of learning curves right now. Right. And I think one thing that um, I learned previously, but I didn't think it was applicable here, but it definitely is when you think about what you get out of it versus not doing it is asking kind of the feely questions of what would what was that like what did that feel like what was what were you thinking at that time because if if you're talking about if the subject is supposed to be business who cares what you felt like who who cares like what was going through your mind and in your heart and what who cares but they do but they do like that allows you to really get context on the next step. What was going through your mind, your, what options you thought through, and why you chose the path that you chose, um, you know, that, that led us eventually to here. But I hesitated in asking those questions because I was like, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, not only do you know, people want to know the real thing, the real feelings of people but you have to think about it like even if you're doing business to business transactions or correspondence with whoever 
at the other end of that transaction, it's not a business. There's a person who works for that business that answers that email, but it's a person. So being able to relate to that person, get in the get in their head sounds weird, but get in their head, be able to know how they think. Like that's that's sales. That's how you're making sales, being able to talk to that person. People aren't buying because you are super logical. They're buying because they believe in it. They believe in you. They believe in there's a there's an emotion. So I'm just trying to make sure that make sure can't even tell my own story without evoking or figuring out how to evoke the right emotion. It's my story. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And of course, like, thinking about my own story, it's because we've bullet pointed it so much, compartmentalized it so much. It's like, it's not that interesting. Like, all I did was... 2015, was. I lived in <laughs> Michigan. Yes. Late 2015, moved to Florida. Find job. Job hard to find. <laughs> 404 job not found. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Good one. So that was a high five you got. High five. <laughs> yeah, that's it's by doing this, we are hoping that it'll become easier for us to talk about things. So stay tuned for when the origin stories do come out because we are I would say we're interesting people. We just have to learn how to be interesting. Bear with us. I mean, even if we sit on this episode and this becomes episode five. I mean, we're trying. But I think it'll nope. be episode one, two. Yep. What what one. day is today? June twenty fourth. June twenty fourth. This episode is coming out on June twenty fourth. <laughs> Stay tuned. Saying.